0: Welcome friends, you're listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is the show where we read stories one portion at a time and spend a few moments appreciating the story behind the story. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Today we'll be reading from the Wren Island series. This is part one, scene nine. When we last visited Wren Island, Allison had given the ants a credit card and was trying to compose a song. Any song. Aunt Macy didn't seem to appreciate Allison's deep feelings about composing music, and everyone, well, everyone except Allison, that is, was making messes around the house. Just how much more can Allison take? And how is Aunt Amelia feeling about all of this? We'll spend about six minutes reading this scene. Then stick around to hear the story behind the story. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Wren Island series by Laura Joy Lloyd. Part one, scene nine. A few days later, Amelia was sitting at the table in the kitchen turret. She called this one the kitchen turret because it turned out there were other turrets in the house. The entire circular entry was a turret, for one, and there was another turret at the far end of the mouse room. The mouse had been there for a while, flattened under a new log in the fireplace. But she called it the mouse room only in her thoughts because she was pretty sure Spick and Span Allison wouldn't want to hear there'd been a mouse in her house. A mouse in the house. See, those were the kind of rhyming words Allison could use in one of those beautiful songs she was writing. What a prolific songwriter Allison was, and every one of her songs was easy to remember. Amelia smiled and quietly sang, Little Amelia, come to me, here you are, write with me. And how about that song that kept everyone safe? She tapped her feet to the tune. Now we're on the dock, we're on the dock, so be careful where you walk, careful where you walk. Amelia pulled the magnifying glass over the catalog page she was squinting at. When her sister waltzed into the kitchen and began clunking glass bowls from the fridge to the counter, Amelia looked up. Is an espresso maker something big? She pointed to the photo as Macy leaned close. Why would we want an espresso maker? Macy huffed back to the counter. None of us drink espresso. When Allison breezed into the kitchen, Amelia pointed to the photo. Would an espresso maker be something big on the credit card? Oh, wow, Allison studied the page. I've heard those espresso machines are nice, but none of us drink coffee, and it would take up a lot of space on the counter. Allison moved into the kitchen and began wiping counters. Amelia eyed all the empty countertop space. They could put an espresso maker over there next to the cabinet with the white dishes, or in the corner beyond the main sink, or right here at the end of this counter near the table. Espresso could be her new thing for the new year. What was that expression you sometimes saw on t-shirts and mugs? Not before coffee. I'd drink espresso every morning if it came out of a fancy machine like this. Be reasonable, Amelia. Macy clunked more bowls on the counter. You have to spoon finely ground coffee beans into those things. You have to tamp it down just so you have to boil water, hot boiling water, and pour it just right. There's no way you'll be able to do those kinds of things. So don't go complicating things for the rest of us even more than they already are. Amelia sighed and turned the catalog page. Allison, sweetheart, Macy squeaked the palm of her hand across the counter. I've already cleaned this. You have? Allison bent down to eye level with the counter. I'll just go over it again. Make sure we've gotten every last crumb. Allison smiled when she said this, but her perfectly straight white teeth didn't show. Or maybe it was just that Amelia's eyes weren't letting her see Allison's teeth today. Allison's earrings were sparkling bright, though. Amelia watched Macy and Allison moving through the kitchen, Macy making messes, Allison following behind, cleaning up after her. Macy pulled out a cutting board and began pounding something on it. Amelia steadied the rocking kitchen table. What are you making for dinner, Macy? Chicken cordon bleu. Allison wrung a dishcloth into the sink. I don't think so. I don't have any cheese or ham. Oh, yes, you do, sweetheart, Macy sounded pleased. I bought some from your nice young grocery man. That credit card you gave us comes in handy. Allison draped the dishcloth over a rod. Speaking of the credit card, I'm going to cancel that one and give you a different one. Someone got the number and has been making weird charges. Weird charges. Macy dumped breadcrumbs into a pan. Allison swept stray crumbs into the sink. International airfare, for one, from Sydney, Australia to New York. Amelia propped her elbow on the table and leaned her chin into one hand. Our sister Shasta lives in Australia. And domestic flights, too, Allison continued. And get this, a bunch of charges in Green Bay, Wisconsin, including tickets to an NFL game. But don't worry about it, Aunt Macy. I'll call the credit card company and get it taken care of. You know what, Allison? Macy's tone indicated she wanted to be large and in charge. You should let me call and take care of it. I'll be the one to take care of it. I don't mind, Allison shrugged. No, no, I mean it. Macy tossed a piece of chicken into the pan of breadcrumbs. You gave me the responsibility for the card, so I'll be the one to straighten it all out. You want me to know how to do that sort of thing anyway, don't you? Allison rinsed a bowl and stuck it in the dishwasher. Is the Green Bay football team the one with the fans who wear those odd-looking yellow hats? Made of foam and shaped like a giant cheese wedge, what will people come up with next? Macy slogged chicken pieces around the pan. Amelia returned her attention to the catalog in front of her and turned another page. Popcorn makers. Now that would be fun. Or movie nights. Or football games, if Shasta ever came to visit. Amelia looked up. Our sister Shasta loves watching the Green Bay Pack. Amelia! Macy rushed over. Look what you've done. Look at your shirt. It spills all over the front of your shirt. Amelia squinted down. Where? Right here, everywhere. Don't move. Don't even talk. When you talk, you move. Macy swished a towel back and forth across Amelia's shirt. So anyway, Allison, I'll call the credit card company right away. You leave it to me. Okay, thanks, Aunt Macy. Allison loaded the dishwasher. What else should we get to help you two feel at home here? More clothes? Decorations for your bedroom? Let's make things comfortable for you. It is comfortable, Allison, Amelia shooed off her sister. We don't need anything else. Amelia, Macy was tugging at Amelia's shirt again. This is your grand opportunity. Ask for anything you want. Tell us what you need so we can take care of you. Amelia stood and poked her sister. Why don't you tell me what I need? You seem to have it all figured out already. just read from the Wren Island series, Part 1, Scene 9. There's a reason why Allison's Aunt Shasta loves the Green Bay Packers football team. Most authors are pretty much aware that there's a part of themselves in every character they create, and I love the Green Bay Packers. Aunt Shasta seems like such a cool character, so I thought it'd be fun if she liked the Green Bay Packers too. And I hoped that by doing so, I might have more opportunities to write about the team. We'll see. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast. Or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be included in a bunch of fun stuff, like real-time, behind-the-scenes peeks at the developing story, invitations to influence what happens next, and you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.